I would sing along, but I don't know the words to this one. This is what's known as a pastiche or homage. Specifically, this one is to um. That one's uh, to the the reference point for that one was Todd Rundgren's Wolfman Jack from the experimental double album Something Slash Anything. Anything? Exactly, something, anything. Todd, hmm. I've been on a big Todd Rundgren kick lately, fellas. Wait, Wolfman Jack was an artist? I thought he was just a DJ. Um, it's a song called Wolfman Jack. Oh, okay, like Wolfram Alpha. I regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quote myself from a few minutes ago. The whole um, the whole vibe, the whole concept. This is like a concept podcast, like Sergeant Pepper's. Um, the idea is it's super cash, just a couple of guys hanging out, a legit low key kickback. Um, you we like talked that term way too much. We we t- I had I had never heard the term kickback. I, there was a time California. when I couldn't stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't stop saying that. I can't stop saying on fleek. I can't stop saying on that blank tip. So I'm on that tip tip. Um, on that anyway. bling tip? Stop speaking to me and making eye contact. Concept <laughs> podcast. So anyway, yeah, concept in the podcast studios uh, is that we're just hanging out. Just three men sick of each other's company. And if we want to look at our phones or we want to call our loved ones or we want to just stare into silence like men on a fishing trip, that's what we're going to do. So my quote was, I am like... Paul McCartney, 1969. I am daring. I am bold. I am experimental. I have long hair, but I've shaved my beard. This is post-Let It Be. So is this just because you're tired of doing the heavy lifting? You're kind of like, Sean's like the John Lennon, (laughs) and Matt is like George and Ringo put together to form a whole person. So Matt's like, the guy putting his finger on the Moog synthesizer to play the solo for Here Comes the Sun. First off, George is awesome. George is overrated Thank these you. days. Thank you, Sean <laughs> George is overrated these days. George, people say, oh, George is my favorite Beatle. He was the best Beatle. They're basing this on seven songs. They're like, oh, he wrote seven good songs, as if that equates to the 95 good songs the other two guys wrote. I'm not denying he is a terrific songwriter and guitarist. Are those gunshots? It's, it's North Hollywood. July weekend. Oh, it's North Hollywood. Life is rough. Taxes are high. Wages are low. The rent is too damn high. We've done that bit, Sean. I've got my mind set on you. Anyway, Paul McCartney, best Beatle. Best solo career. Sean Nesty best singer. Well, actually, John is the best singer, but Paul's the best songwriter. Uh, Paul just annoys me. He's a little bit uh, too poppy. It comes too easily to him. Whoa, no. It does, though. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the reason people hate him is that his songs seem so simple. Like, if you actually look at them from, I don't know, a musical point of view, they're infinitely more complex than John Lennon's. The reason people hate him is because he's not the real Paul. Oh, well, that, too. I mean, he didn't murder a famous musician and take his place. But who didn't in the 60s? Well, yeah, it was commonplace. I mean, everyone was hopping around in LSD, and, you know, who knew who you were killing anymore? Right. Eric Burton's been dead since 1964. Is that Tim Burton's brother? (laughs) Yes, Tim Burton was conceived during House of the Rising Sun. Ah, <laughs> uh, I assume that's the a Doors guy then. That's oh wait, no, that's not the Animal doors. song. Animals? It's a cover of an old blues song. Really? You see, in the '60s, white people discovered the blues. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not the actual blues, just the music. We we discovered it much like we discovered America. Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow, look at these songs we just found. <laughs> totally. Aren't they terrific, guys? 
Uh, that actually gets me back to a, an earlier thing I wanted to rant about. The uh, you were asking about the um, uh, things going on in perpetuity, and uh, I I tend to blame Disney for most of that. Uh, copyright uh, law being changed to essentially lifetime of the author plus what seventy or ninety years, whatever it is now. I think that's the uh, the reason you're seeing all of this. But getting back to that point, that's the reason you can't do that anymore so the uh the blues that we stole we made sure that no one could steal that again from us which is the oh the, sure Air, everyone knows eric clapton invented the blues in 1965 <laughs> and then copyright all of it and right now no one can steal it again it wasn't muddy waters it was eric clapton who electrified the blues sorry that was a was that too deep of a reference no i just don't know anything about music um so that was too deep of a reference is that okay yeah. I'm saying I referenced something that you were unaware of. Yeah, but the pool is pretty shallow. So it was too deep of a reference? I suppose, but for most of our listeners, I assume not. Don't use me as a judge is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is for you, is that too deep of a reference? Too deep of a reference? <laughs> Just out of curiosity, <laughs> was that reference too deep? Too deep Musically? of a reference. Hey, Matt, too how deep, deep is your love? Too deep, deep of a reference. Too deep of a reference? <laughs> Matt, too deep of a reference? <laughs> Now, how deep is your love? Too deep of a reference? Too deep of a reference? The Bee Gees song, how deep is your love? Too deep of a reference? 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 Is it too deep of a reference? What is happening? I want to wake up. I want to wake up. I want to wake up. Too deep of a reference? 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 Deep. So what do you think, Bee Gees? Of reference, Bee Gees. Um, you like the early stuff? You like the later hits? You like the heavy metal years? Um, you like the bluegrass excursions? Their their thrash metal period was pretty good. To be in some kind of smart Alec, some uh, kind of wiseacre. Uh, What's your favorite Bee Gees song? Just tell me. Don't be a f- smart ass. I don't really have one. Have you ever? What heard about of... Requiem by Mozart? Is that your favorite Bee Gees song? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the bit lyri- of, bit the lyrics jam. are a little too on point. Bit of a jam. <laughs> too on fleek? Too Wait, on... let's get back to this. You're saying my fashion sense is not on fleek? Just want to point out, I'm wearing a no, brown no, I'm is. wearing a brown shirt with green flowers on the collar. As soon as I know what on fleek means. What do you think it means? It means fucked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably from your point of view, <laughs> yes. Right? Then you're totally on fleek. Just want to point out, Sean's... Um, Fashion du jour is a black <laughs> crew neck t-shirt and blue jeans. I don't know if I've ever seen you wear anything else. I don't I, think I have either. I have the collared shirt that goes You over look it. like a roadie. The, that's I mean, by design. Yes, that's my choice. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could be wearing the finest silks. <laughs> you could be clad in, you know, animal leather. Mm. Not pleather, animal leather. As would be appropriate to my stature in society, but right. uh, I choose to demean myself by uh, cladding in the, the five for ten dollar black t shirts. Right, you you are you are a proletariat sheep, meaning you are <laughs> actually you could be wearing you know rhinestone assless chaps, but you choose to camouflage yourself. Maybe he is. It actually took me a long time to graduate to the blue jeans. <laughs> Don't. What did you wear before? Cargo pants? Uh, cargo shorts? No, never the shorts. Uh, cargo shorts are an abomination. Yeah, no, black cargo pants were definitely my. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Dickies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just want to point out. I once saw a photo of 
Leonardo DiCaprio wearing cargo shorts on a yacht, and it deeply offended me for two reasons. One, cargo shorts are never acceptable in any situation. <laughs> and two, the only point of wearing cargo shorts is to have pockets to hold things. Totally. And if you're a millionaire, on you a yacht. literally pay people to hold things for you. Yeah, there point. is no excuse to wear cargo shorts if you're a millionaire. Leo, if you're listening... I expect an apology. Aren't all millionaires wearing cargo shorts now, though? Aren't right. they like they're like trying to look like they're you know normal? They're just like people. one of us. Exactly. Norm, yeah. Normcore. explain. Hold on. Oh. Explain normcore to uh, Sean Ness. Normcore. I'm actually not that familiar with it. Uh, actually, but, not uh, that far off. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's basic, classic American made. Basic clothing. ass bitch shit. Y- yeah. Yeah. It Basically. has to be American made. Uh it helps. Hmm. It helps. It's expensive. Because well, but it's quality. There's nothing wrong with cheap labor. And let's move, let's move on to the wheelman who looks issues. like somewhat like he could be working at Google. Whatever that means. Working at Google? What as yeah. like as one of as those your, idiots your who drives around in the car with the Google map thing on top? No. Yeah, I was thinking like seventies I mean, throwback more than Google. No, let's talk about let's talk about me being a millionaire. Go on. Well yeah. You're a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh you have people to hold things for you. Yeah. You know, people say that the most valuable commodity is friends, and people are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Very friends are worth so. nothing. As a uh, certified hermit, I say, here, here. Uh, it's the one thing Sean Nasty and I have agreed on. Cheers, buddy. Hermocracy. <laughs> yeah. To the hermocracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Don't you guys wish it was all over? Don't you wish we were just dead? Life? Yeah. Like everything? Yeah. Don't you sometimes just 42? Hope that you'll blink and the universe will go out of existence? I'm or- no, I'm gonna have to say no. Why? What you got, girlfriend or something? There are some things to to enjoy here at our time uh, in this universe, like Let's, butterflies like, and like money butterflies. pots. Name two things that you enjoy. Okay, number one, Louis Armstrong's Potato Head Blues, seventy eight RPM. What's number two? Prefer Neil Armstrong. Shush. Neil Armstrong doesn't like rap music. Did you ever see it's that clip wrong. where Neil Armstrong punched the dude in the face for saying oh, yeah. that the moon landing was fake? <laughs> That's, That's an amazing video. Well, what a man. All right. <laughs> Number two, Beyond Potato Head Blues by Louis Armstrong. What's the second reason for being alive? Mm, Bell's Brewery made in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Cop out. Hey. Boo. Hey. Boo. Hey. What's your, okay, we know your favorite. What's your second favorite Bell's Brewery, you fuck boy? Uh, uh, I don't know. You don't know. You don't even know what they make? I don't, I don't even know. You don't know. Do they make Miller? I don't know. No. They make a. They actually make a mead at some point. Just over define the mead. Define mead. Define uh, mead. Define me. Define mead. Define mead and then define me. What do you want me to define? Define mead. Mead and then define me. Mead. Meat. Define meat. mead now. And meat and me. Meat. Meat. This has turned into a minions <laughs> movie. <laughs> define mead. Uh, mead, I believe, is uh, an alcohol. One of the first alcoholic beverages yeah. uh, consumed by men. Yeah. Uh, m- made from honey. Knights of the Round Table, yeah. etc. Yeah. yeah. Now define me. Uh, mm, you are... One of the original beverages made from honey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear from him. Uh, you are... Uh, He's shaking his head. I just, I just want to... <laughs> dive in. I just want to take a swim in those like, baby blue eyes. Like just... Scrooge McDuck <laughs> jumping into his pool of gold coins. <laughs> Is that blue? It's more like uh, crap There's hazel. There's blue in there. Did you say crap hazel? I did. Crap hazel? It is. Is I'm, that a color? I am legally <laughs> hazel, boys. Mm. Wow. I'm also legally blonde. Okay. Huh. It's a dark... It's a, it was described once as a dishwater... Dishwater dirty blonde, I think was the phrase. Hmm. Huh. Yes. All right. Yes. Looks, but I, have, I got blue. brown to me. I got brown. I got green. I got it going on, brother. Well. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't have those gutter eyes like Sean Nasty. Dead inside. Yeah, it looks like. Is there a soul in there? Did you guys ever read uh, Wayside Stories? You're too old. Sad yes. Stories from you Wayside School? Yes. Yeah, Look you at read that. that? Yeah. Do you remember the story of the kid who wore like a big raincoat to school every day? Yes. This story has stuck with me well into adulthood. So there's this one anecdote that, you know, they're all like short chapters or loosely connected. I can only read short books. <laughs> yes, <laughs> short children's books. <laughs> Arrow to the sun. So, um, the more pictures, the better. So there's a story about the, the one kid that always wore like a huge raincoat, whether it was raining, shining, whatever. And of course, the kids were curious, like, what's this guy's deal? Why is he always wearing a raincoat? So one day they had a substitute teacher. And when you have a substitute teacher, you have fucking bananas. So they're like, okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this. So they unpeel the first layer, and what's underneath it? A raincoat. So they unpeel that layer. What's underneath that? Another raincoat. This goes on 14, 15 layers. Finally, they get to the very bottom of it, and what's there? There's Penis. a dead rat. Hmm. End of chapter. That. Oh, my God. What? I remember that. This is really... This is a end real... of chapter, end of story? In, yeah, end of chapter, moving on. Well, yeah. And then that, that character's in like the next chapter. And you know, from that point on, it's a dead rat walking around in 15 raincoats. That oh, is, so it's not even a human. No, no that is. I like, thought it was just a kid with a rat no, in his pants. No, no, no. This is like true, like Dadaist art. <laughs> like extremely upsetting. Yeah, that's that's rather mind blowing for a poor child. Yeah, yeah, that makes Salvador Dali look like Thomas Kincaid, the visual artist. But I think the reference stands. Yeah, I, I don't know what Kincaid looks like. Painter of light. It's like imagine if Lisa Frank grew up and became a man. Yeah, you're still not making sense. Matt, do you want to help me out? I don't. I, uh, I'm not cultured. I don't. He know paints people. like flowers and sunset. You're thinking of the PBS and... guy. He's not the PBS guy. Oh, I like the PBS guy. Do you know who Thomas Kincaid is? Yes, I know. Yes, not the PBS guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boom. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Donald Trump, 2015. All the way. <laughs> Still ready for Jeff. <laughs> Find me on Twitter.com. At ready for the number four, Jeb. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Matt. Trump 2016.